0: Welcome to The Watering Hole for the very last time. I'm Bara'a. And I'm Breda for the very last time.
1: Well, you're not Breda for the last time, you just... <laughs> we just
0: don't know that. <laughs> I could be going to go change my name this instant.
1: Uh, we are welcoming you to the final episode of the final season.
0: For the very last time.
1: Of The Watering Hole. Nah. It has been five years of this show, seven seasons, a lot of producers, maybe like, I don't know. Six, seven Actually,
0: producers.
1: Let's count the producers. Haytham. Haytham.
0: Ayashadeed. Deed. Sasha. Eric. Rosa. Rosa. Selma. Salma. Seven. And
1: Eric. Did we count Eric?
0: There's, there were two Erics. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, eight.
1: Eight producers.
0: Eight producers. Do we count as producers? Did we kind of, as producers. Yeah, too. we
1: were producers in so the last, uh, last season. Uh, we are obviously sad. Um, but I think that this is the natural progression and, uh, we wanted to talk a little bit about kind of where this podcast came from and where we came from, not like, our I mothers. Come from Sri
0: Lanka.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, but our, but kind of like why it happened, which we talked about before, but then kind of where we want to go now and, um. Hopefully this last episode can help people understand how hard it is to to put together something like this but also how worth it and how you should also you should always try um even if it's an, it's a wild idea. So how do you want to start, Breda? Do you want to tell them about um
0: Where was I? 2014 I was in my
1: You're in your last My year last of year
0: of my psychology degree at Carleton University. And when did when did you bring it up? When did you guys bring it up? Was, well, we brought like, it
1: up with you probably in 2015.
0: Was it 2015?
1: Yes, because it was after you graduated. It was March. Yes, was yes, the yes, it was. March.
0: Yeah, yes, it was. Yeah. It was after like Islam Awareness Week. That's right. So I'm say it was like, around that. So it was around March-ish. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So basically what had happened is I had been thinking about doing some sort of podcast in early 2014. Um, that was in my first year of university and I never got around to it. And I had all these ideas kind of scribbled down. And then Haytham and I met in like early March at a uh, conference.
0: How did you know Haytham? Oh, you just met? Hay- I know I conference. knew
1: him. I knew him. I knew Everybody him from... Haytham. Well, we all knew each other from like the programming at the Islamic Community Center.
0: Really? No, he was not part of that.
1: Well, that's how I kind of I knew, knew you from that. Well, I knew Haytham through that kind of way. Okay. I had known Haytham before. Like, it wasn't the first time I met him. Um, And then he... And then we spoke about it in, like, early March after this... After the conference, the Youth Muslim Conference. I, like, spoke about... Haytham was super frustrated. And then I kind of, like, said it. Like, it kind of came out of my mouth. I was like, oh, how about a podcast? And then... Uh, we talked to you about it like two weeks later when we had the Islam Awareness Week thing. No,
0: I was not the first choice for a host from Haytham and Bara'a. Uh, no, no I was just saying,
1: uh, yikes. <laughs> Do you want to
0: explain that a bit more?
1: Um. So, Haytham, I'm going to throw Haytham under the bus. <laughs> Haytham was under the impression that we should like scout hosts extremely methodically. Haytham being Haytham. He wanted yeah. us to like systemically go through like, the potential co-hosts and i think that from the beginning we wanted it to be a, a man um i was i was pretty team bureta from the start i
0: must wait, say ho- yeah, i never asked you this who are the other candidates other than i'm not
1: gonna put no, it no, 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 i'm okay. not good, there was only okay. one candidate okay. Okay. um and so,
0: wait we were both they put know up? who they were we were both put up
1: no I I was really resistant to the second candidate. Okay. And um I we met with him and it just didn't work. It was not a good match for the podcast. And then I was and then I I remember calling Haitham afterwards and I'm like it has to be Biraida.
0: Berida. Biraida. It has
1: to be Berida. So there you go. I was I was rooting for you.
0: Thanks a lot, Haitham.
1: Yeah. No, Haitham was rooting me. for you. He was just I think that he's Haytham just Haitham always roots for me. I think it's just the fact that he's like let's I want this to be perfect and yeah. I'm like it's As never Haytham gonna be perfect think
0: I'm perfect clearly thanks a lot Haytham
1: so yeah that's like that's kind of how it started and then I um but we spent a lot of time in the conception of the podcast which which kind of frustrated Haytham I think um he wanted us to kind of just get going but do you remember that do you want to tell yes. a little bit more about that well,
0: first was in university center what one two eight uh,
1: Carlton's getting a huge plug in this.
0: Yeah, yeah. And we were just talking about episodes. Oh, the the biggest thing was names. The I right remember. name. The name took the longest.
1: Took us months. Time. Yeah. Lots
0: of chilk. Uh, yeah. Lots of chilk. And I was actually the. That's we,
1: chocolate milk, guy Yeah.
0: Else. Chilk is chocolate milk, trademarked, copyrighted, mm-hmm. not really. Um, first name was the flip side, which I was never on board with, but uh, it was a aha moment for her but i was never really on board with it but we, we decided to go go with it we had logos made for it
1: the uh, logos were not very good either The lo-
0: logos were not very good at all and then how did the water oh, then
1: then i think that this is what we i were
0: just having a conversation about y- elephants
1: yes and i said something like you were talking about elephants," and then you said something like oh when they go to the watering hole and i'm like one of us was like oh that's it like the watering hole
0: and they we're talking about feels and how, yeah, elephants.
1: Yeah, because the word feel in Arabic means elephant. And it's like feel, like feelings. Yeah. And, and yeah, and, it and, just, and, and that elephants. happened on WhatsApp, I remember. Like, the aha moment with the watering hole happened on WhatsApp. Yeah. Whereas the flip side aha moment happened in real in life the, in the library. In the library. But we, um yeah, and then when the second we had the watering hole, the logo was amazing. Mm. Like, when we actually had, like, imagery and, like, passion and, like, a direction, the logo was what it is now.
0: Yeah, which is phenomenal. Thank you. Zach Adruff.
1: It's a great logo. I love it. Like until this day it never it didn't age. Yeah. It's it's truly so so good. And yeah, and that's kind of how like and then we started, I think a few weeks after that recording. Haytham hooked us up with these amazing mics. Yep. Everyone always tells me like he
0: drove down all the way to the states to get them. Do
1: people always like? Do people tell you about the podcast? They find the quality really good. Really? Yeah, they always are like the audio quality. Like our personalities are bad <laughs> yeah. but they mean like the audio quality because a lot of podcasts at the beginning like are just recording on people's phones or whatever but um haytham like was on the market for these and he got them at a like such a good price
0: so if any podcast is looking to get mics call haytham mazuni
1: um and then we kind of started and we started with our first episode i think the first episode was in like october yeah because that's when zarqa nawaz was in town or that's, september october
0: true. oh yeah yeah we met zarqa
1: and we had dinner at that Turkish restaurant.
0: Topkapi? Yeah. 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 All the shout outs in Ottawa. To
1: yeah, today. that's like the detailed inception story mm-hmm. of the podcast. And then we kind of kept going. And it was, it was like this thing that we did every Saturday, you know, would drive all the way to the other side of the city to the studio. Was it
0: every Saturday?
1: Um no we were go we were doing it like bi- twice. We, we
0: did bi bi weekly. Twice that a time, month, too, yeah. Right?
1: Um and uh yeah and then Hey Them up and left us. Yep.
0: He decided to go to Singapore. But I followed him.
1: That's true. Just
0: for the summer. Mm-hmm. And then I said hi to him in Singapore. Like not even twenty four hours after he arrived. So we were both jet lagged peoples.
1: Yeah, they had Singapore. a weird they had a weird That's like twenty four hours in the That was the first time I
0: told him uh who I was getting engaged to my current wife, Danielle. Let
1: the record show. Nobody told me for a very long time. Hey, what do you I happen? had to confront them about it.
0: Well, because apparently nobody can keep their mouth shut in, in Ottawa. Nobody
1: can keep their mouth shut. Actually, shut yeah, in even
0: Ottawa. for for our, the first the when we.
1: Uh, I even I you mean, know, but I know every like life moment you've had, someone else has yeah, told we, me about it.
0: When we were first pregnant. Yeah. Yeah. Stupid Ottawa. Yeah. Too small. That's where you're leaving.
1: I absolutely um anyway but let me let us tell them about like where we were as people
0: where were you as a person
1: i was in well i first started i was in u ottawa for a hot minute
0: yeah we all make mistakes it's okay everyone has
1: those days yes um i was at the university of ottawa for psychology boo bad degree um
0: in u ottawa maybe
1: and then I uh, decided after, actually, the, the turning point of deciding that I was going to leave you Ottawa was when I attended your graduation. And I was like, wow, Carlton's so much more fun. And I knew that. Like, I grew up in Ottawa. I've been to both campuses. I used to always like Carlton more. Like, Carlton always held the community events. Mm-hmm. So, like, growing up, the science fair was there. The spoken word scene was there. Like, everything was on the Carleton campus. So I, would, I knew it way better. And when I was applying, that was where my heart was at. But because I, like, talked myself out of it, I ended up at UOttawa. Um, also because everyone thinks that UOttawa is just, like, so much more prestigious. And they just try to, like, um, guilt you, kind of. And then I went to your... I was, like, from week one, I was, like, I do not like... This, mm-hmm. but the flipping point was, or the turning point was, when I went to your graduation and everyone was so nice and friendly, and I was like, I want to, I want my graduation to look like this. Also, the fact that Carlton, lets you have like unlimited amount of yeah, people exactly. at your graduation, absolutely. which I is like amazing and non elitist, the and then you Ottawa, they give you like one ticket. Absolutely,
0: it's so for yourself. It's amazing.
1: So yeah, so that that was one of the reasons, and then I applied and got in. I don't know in january i got in like i don't know you get in pretty early second time around because they don't it's not like with university it's not like with high schools you already have some grades and then i started at carlton the following year and i kind of this obviously this podcast kind of followed me throughout my undergrad and then i graduated back in november yeah so i graduated like four years after you did yeah,
0: yeah. for me in 2015 i oh i remember my, my 2013 all the way to 2015 was i just wanted to get married i remember that Yes, and everybody then, knew that, know Yes, the whole of Ottawa knew that once mm-hmm. again. And then I, I graduated. I just started working at Abrar. Um, Which is
1: the local Islamic school. Yeah, right. So many, yeah, Ottawa shout-outs right now. Yeah. yeah.
0: And then, what was I doing? I, I, was, just, I, was, I was just trying to get married. Man I was trying to get married. And then summer of 2015, I proposed and it was accepted. And then I was just focusing on sort of my wedding at that point. Yeah, you guys... N- nothing really professional. Dunya
1: and Breda point. had the best wedding I've ever been
0: to. Exactly. Shout out to our wedding. Shout out to Orchard View. Uh, <laughs> uh, conf- wedding and conference center. All the
1: people are going to give us exactly. sponsorships now. <laughs>
0: now they're like, oh yes, if you'd like to sponsor you. Yeah. Um, yeah, literally, and then we were just focusing on the wedding... Yes, uh, but I was definitely more of the, the, she was on the education track and I was on my personal life track. That's true. At, at, at that point, I think it, it uh, showed in the, how we spoke in the episodes as well.
1: Yeah, I talked a lot about like, my yeah, work.
0: My one would be always more personal and yours would be more related to your work and education and whatnot. And uh, yeah, that, that was pretty much it. That was, on the 2016 we got married and then...
1: And then you had a baby.
0: And then we had a baby in 2018 yeah yeah
1: wild ride
0: wild wild ride but then yeah then that's when i started to focus more on uh growing myself in terms of professionally so i guess that's a good segue into what's next yeah. for me hopefully i want to pursue my master's sometime soon uh gotta save that monies and my it's master's
1: expensive in- y'all
0: exactly a master's in counseling hopefully and that's that's and then my okay, we'll we'll do we'll do short term ish rel right. rela- re- realistic. Oh, it's goal. like a
1: job interview. And
0: then like what's an ultimate goal you totally want to achieve. I'll just go with my short term is to get get my masters in counselling and then hopefully get a good job as a counselor somewhere. Right. And maybe start uh, some sort of cool uh, little practice, practice yeah. maybe. Uh I've actually talked about it with a couple of people in the past. Right. Maybe I should talk to them again in terms of starting something a bit different, something more specialized rather than just a normal right, know, counselor yeah. here and there. Uh, but that's that's something, that's my short-term, uh, hopefully be hopefully re- reachable goal. What's your short-term reachable well,
1: to, goal? Well, to get my master's. Um, and so. then PhD? Yeah, probably.
0: Dr. Arar.
1: Yeah, I know. Um, there'll be two of us. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I... Kind of have uh, realized that I really like, uh, I mean, I've always known that I liked education. I've always known that I like that as a big part of my life, but I always resisted the idea of that. Actually, I never thought about it. Like I never thought of myself as being someone who's like academic in the sense, like intellectual, like in that way. Like I knew that I was good in school, but I never thought I would do that. I just thought like I'd probably go get a job. But I I think that it's such a big part of my life and just like having the opportunity, like almost no other time in your life other than when you're in your like 20s will you have the opportunity to get some money to like study and develop yourself and then ultimately if that means like after a PhD eventually if that means like oh I'm going to go and like teach or I'm gonna go and be a researcher or work for an NGO or like whatever then that will come Mm. or like work I'll go go back to the government whatever like that will I think happen um that's my optimism speaking like eventually i think I you think, have optimism oh, i know it's somewhere it's like deep 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 but
0: we learned this at the end of the podcast <laughs> this
1: but i found
0: her optimism
1: um when i'm optimistic i'm like well ultimately like yes maybe i'm not gonna find the perfect job in my field but you'll like you'll i think that i've been pretty good at making it work but yeah but i would definitely take a year between uh my master's and my phd Um, And then, yeah, I get my PhD somewhere, maybe, maybe finally go to Oxford or Cambridge Mm -hmm. um, after not going there this time around. Um, Yeah. And then, I mean, I think that I would love, like, I would love to be uh, like a writer, researcher in like a research center or a university or anything like that. But I think I actually really want to teach. That's like the most. Like a
0: university professor? Yeah. Or like even
1: like a college, like a a smaller college or private, whatever. Like, I think that that's like really big for me I've always like I feel that I'm good at teaching and I'm like I'm good at explaining things. And What I, do you
0: guys think? <laughs> Put <it> in the <laughs> comments. Is she good at explaining um, things? And
1: I think that I've always like I've always admired my teachers. So i was always like it would be great for me to be yes. that for like someone
0: that else. That she does.
1: Uh ultimate goal, I don't know. Like yeah. I don't know. I I want to write a book, I think. I think that would be really cool.
0: But uh, that's not an ultimate goal
1: oh my god that's something
0: that you you probably write a book is
1: equally as difficult as starting your own practice
0: no but that's not my ultimate oh that was your short term girl's tale
1: oh okay that's okay i want to
0: get a job that's that's
1: the life that's what's your ultimate goal no idea
0: okay here my ultimate goal in life one of my ultimate goals the big one is to hopefully start my own charity of some sort don't know what it's going to be about I know I am a strong advocate for uh, violence against women. Uh, Sorry, against violence against women. (laughs) And I know, that's one of
1: those things. It's like when people are like, we're raising money for breast cancer. And you're like, no, you're raising money for breast cancer awareness. Yeah.
0: Um, Yeah. And uh, research. Uh, But yes, or, and I'm also very uh, into in terms of taking care of youth and uh, maybe orphanages of some sort. Yeah. Uh, so something along those lines is starting my own charity later down the line. And you can write a book about it.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, I would like one of the things I've always thought about, and I know my mom has always wanted to do this, and the podcast has been like a small taste of this. It would be really cool to have my own show uh-huh. or like be like be a segment on a show or something that would be really cool, whether it's like radio or TV, but probably radio. I think radio is really cool. I I don't know. I mean, like it's it's really hard for me to tell you what my one life goal would be. But like to do research that like actually changes people's minds and like changes how people think about the world and then teach it. That would be like a dream come true. And that is extremely difficult because the job market is horrible and people don't listen to people anymore. So I don't know how much how many minds I'm going to be changing. But you know, that's um, that would be like the the dream the dream life
0: i could totally yeah Well, actually when i was a kid going back to your you wanted to have a tv a show of some sort so my my progression of jobs that i wanted to be as a kid and the first one was a race car driver the second one was a, a tv talk show host and i still th- i still would like to do that somewhat maybe if uh, david attenborough is still, still around uh, later on you know meet him do a, do a, do a little show with him talk to him interview him that would be nice or maybe it could be like watering hole coming full circle
1: that would be very cool that would
0: be very 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 That'd be very cool. cool but yeah
1: yeah i mean like i know that. i was talking to rosa the other day about how like it would be super cool if i could write a novel like i write I have obviously written a lot of like stuff academically and like opinion things but it would be really cool to like manage to write that but obviously i know those things are really really hard and like they're it's like scary to dream things and then say them out loud because you're like, how would if they never happen? And then I'll always be that person. People are like going to remember you like, oh, didn't you want to always like start a charity? And then you've like, you're Thanks like 80 <laughs> and like you've never started a charity before. That
0: maybe it's a secret charity. Uh-huh. I'll be like, yeah.
1: How are you making money secret. if it's a secret, secret charity? Why am
0: I try to make money off this charity? Like
1: you're not making the money. You're making money to give
0: yeah. to people. Oh, so you but, need to yeah, tell Maybe people. I've started it in somebody else's name or something. You know? okay
1: wow really exactly. mysterious, mysterious. you've really saw, saw, thought this hey through. man
0: nobody likes actually too many people like big showing know, off know, know, known for their deeds so exactly
1: so um, i guess like one of the things that this podcast has been a really good example of is like if you have enough people who believe in something and enough people means like two or three people who believe in something and like you have enough drive and hard work and ambition you can make something and you can make something that you know, changes your life and helps others somehow along the way. And I guess that's the optimism is that if you look back, one of the things that always kind of like comforts me is like when I'm like having an existential crisis and I'm like, everything is so bad and wrong and dark. Um, I think about like all the great things that I've managed to be part of or like accomplish in the few years. So I'm like, if that happened, then if I put my mind to it again for the next few years, then hopefully that will also work out. Mm-hmm. Um, I've obviously led like an extremely privileged life to be able to say that. But I think that that's it. Like if you look at kind of where you've managed to, like how this podcast has progressed, obviously we were very lucky. Like we had things like a studio that most people don't start off with, but like we had we had some awesome people. Like we talked to Elizabeth May, Zarqan Awaz, uh Jalaluddin uh, we spoke with um,
0: Jack Sim
1: Yeah Jack Sim the toilet uh, the toilet expert um, and so many like the world has changed over the last few years i mean probably for the worse. but uh we 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 had
0: no part in that i swear
1: no direct correlation but it was like we we managed to speak to all these people who like are so out of our league Mm -hmm. um and so much cooler than us um and it was just with a little bit of of hard work and ambition and daring to dream
0: Wow, I did not think you'd be the one to say corny stuff like that. But thank you, thank you for taking that off my you're welcome off my shoulders. Yeah, it's now, my personal
1: uh, contribution over five years of <laughs> optimism. Yeah. Um,
0: when you said that, all I could think of is how this podcast—it's been the result of us being able to connect with so many cool people. Not 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 just the people we've interviewed in terms of who we, who we who we've actually worked with, all our producers, mm-hmm. anybody else who's actually tried to assist us on the way, give us ideas, right here and there, and like. I always think that initially when we first started I was like, Okay, I wonder how many people we're gonna reach and right. then when we see our actual stats and where our our clicks are. Right. Like we have clicks all around the world and quite a few number of clicks too, which I was I was uh, very, very, very happy with and very surprised with. So yeah. uh I, I think was very I had I had a lot of gratitude in terms of how many people yeah. I've met And being able to hopefully connect to even if I haven't heard back. Which really, guys. Yeah, that was the biggest disappointment of
1: our our podcast career.
0: How many times did we say, please (laughs) let us know what you think?
1: I find that, I think that like all the producers who like believed in us. We didn't. We never paid anyone on this show. Uh, We never had that like ability, and um, so stuck with us. But they stuck with us, you know, um, for multiple years. Some of them, and I know that their lives were so busy, and they still kind of stuck with it. So I think that that's that's kind of the lesson here is that if you're doing something that feels good and right, I think that enough people will come kind of come on board and help you with it. Yeah.
0: Everybody. uh, Everybody was very, very, very welcoming to the idea right and, yeah reads uh, really 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 helped us mm-hmm. so thank you to all our producers and, and
1: thank you to everyone who listened to us and, uh, uh, from the beginning and okay, if you joined l- later f- on final
0: thing mm-hmm. what is what is your biggest regret of the podcast
1: i do regret that we didn't get a live show we didn't manage mm-hmm. to do a live Damn, you show you took
0: my what's wrong with you
1: um well it's good that we kind of have the same yeah. one Um, We really have always kind of dreamed of that and we just didn't have the opportunity to do it. But I think that would have been like what I would I would have wanted. Mm -hmm. I would have wanted a live show and maybe to another one, I guess I'm taking so many to like have a portable mic.
0: Ah, and like go
1: interview people we did that once with elizabeth may but i wish that we were able to yeah
0: we we did an episode where we talked about us taking trips together as a team yeah and interviewing people hey but maybe you know down the line when we're more uh adults than we are now Mm -hmm. um maybe you know traveling with a team or who knows technology is going to be really really crazy in the future so even if we're not together in, in the physical place we'll probably be able to interview somebody oh we'll see
1: what are, are those your regrets too uh
0: yeah so the live show mm-hmm. def- i want definitely wanted more video content and definitely more connection with the viewers that that's something i really 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 yeah, that's true have been hoping for for five years apparently because i'm i need your attention guys uh yeah breda right
1: wanted like snapchat from the beginning yeah
0: i wanted snapchat but then i deleted snapchat because snapchat just got way too complicated and uh, too comm- it got way too commercialized, <clears throat> but just a way of you know c- connecting back and forth with. uh I suppose I've always wanted. You know how you see YouTubers or like vloggers have that little connection with their uh, fan base. Yeah, like we. I had a connection in terms of the people who I'd see who actually listened to it and then gave me feedback, which totally greatly appreciated. I just wanted to uh meet somebody who was sort of new and like I I, I was a stranger to me and be like, oh, you yeah, I listen to your podcast. Right. Yeah. Um.
1: Yeah, we I mean I was always supportive of that. We just it's like the realities of creating a podcast are very, very difficult. They were more difficult than I could imagine. And we just kinda got caught up sometimes in that.
0: I wouldn't say well, I wouldn't say creating a podcast is Dude, diff- creating a podcast is difficult. It it it, mm-hmm. it it was difficult. But yeah, it it was a lot of work. But I'd say creating um
1: I think that recording the podcast is the easiest part of making yeah, a podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Yes. For sure. Yeah, so talking is easy for both of us. Yeah, uh, sometimes to not to our benefits, but creating what what should I call this?
1: Like a community, a, like a community, yeah, yeah, around
0: your podcast. That's really hard, and like you know to to build, like, once you start it, okay, that's hard, but building it
1: right, yeah. is
0: even, and, like, yeah, for sure, is, And is building it, it,
1: like, outside the first, second, like, degrees of the people mm-hmm. you know, right? Because, yeah. like, a lot of the podcast, how it started, is, like, the people we know, the people that know the people we know, and mm-hmm. then, like, so one or two degrees, but building it past that, building it so that, like, a random person in, like, northern Alberta listens to your podcast regularly mm-hmm. is, like, where it kind of gets a little more difficult, but...
0: Yeah. Well... I guess that's that's all I had to say in terms of, yeah, our, our regrets. Okay, well, We have to uh, end on a positive note. On, on a positive note. note. Okay, biggest accomplishment. Well, we we sort of already talked about it, didn't yeah, we? Yeah,
1: the biggest accomplishment. I would say that I think that we had quite a bit of brand awareness in Ottawa. Like enough that a few times I've interviewed for a job or done an interview for a media outlet and it came up mm-hmm. um, without me having mentioned it first. So I was proud of that. I was proud that we were like... An Ottawa thing.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and that's special because Ottawa doesn't get a lot of like purely Ottawa things, you know? <laughs> yeah,
0: it's very, very true. Yeah, and then like being recognized in like uh, a couple magazines here and there, there's like yeah. five podcasts into an in Ottawa. Right, yeah. When there's clearly way more podcasts right, in Ottawa. Yeah. So that, that was kind of cool. Uh, yeah, my biggest accomplishment is learning how to speak properly. Oh, yeah. Uh, And uh, no, just just, as in connecting with uh, people. That's that's my life. My life has been about connecting people. And this podcast has been another um, avenue which I could, which I have uh, enhanced my abilities to do that and have connected with a lot of people. So thank you, Bra'a, for
1: uh, choosing me.
0: And and thank you, Haitham, even though you don't think I'm perfect, which I'm not. And uh, I suppose I think Haitham thinks I'm a wild card. (laughs) <laughs> and I'm pretty sure if I find him about, he be like, yeah, "Yeah, I think you're a wild card." Uh, but thank you, Haithem. Uh Thank oh, yeah, you to thank everybody. I like st- thank God
1: sticking. Yeah, <laughs> sticking this out with uh, with me. I know that I'm the worst.
0: No, and I, we both have our had our schedule. Like our schedules were were really were crazy rough at, yeah. at points. So
1: yeah, thank and thank you, you Selma, for. Listening to us
0: and listening to the almost first twenty week. minutes of <laughs> us trying to get ourselves ready to record before we actually record, uh, and re- listening to our weird breaths sometimes. I know, even Sasha and I know. Eric oh, Murphy. Oh yeah, Sasha, thanks for. Yeah,
1: <laughs> I know. Sasha, Eric, and Selma know our breath patterns so well.
0: So if anybody ever wanted to assassinate us, they would be the first people to contact. All right. But yeah, just the thanks to everybody. Um, But yeah, hopefully when we're more adults down the line, there'll be something that evolves out of this. But for now, it is goodbye. Thank you, everybody.
1: Thank you so much. You can always listen to all of our old episodes on The Watering Hole. That's whpod.com. And you can find us and all the seven seasons and some writing there. We hope that you go out and do something great with your time.
0: Just like we did. And for the very last time, this has been Razak
1: And Bra Arar.
0: Signing off for the watering hole. Bye, guys. Bye-bye.